Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of the No Pasa Nada podcast. I'm your host, Rick, and joining me as always is my co-host, Josh. How's it going, Josh? How's it going? I am Joshua. Um, we're here today to really talk about nothing um, and explore the mundane and life between obscurity and oblivion. How are you guys doing today? How are you doing today, Rick? You know, I'm doing well. Josh actually woke up really, really, <laughs> feeling really good today. And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all right. We'll just keep going. <laughs> I, think it's, I think maybe that music there is kind of... Yeah, the music. I don't know. I mean, yeah, we're holding a phone. And yes. in case you didn't know, we're having a lot of trouble um, figuring out um, the software. So producers are are real. You definitely need one. Um, but yeah, so um, we're just a couple of middle-aged guys um, whose families have had enough of us during quarantine. And so we have uh, relegated ourselves to the garage and we're recording like uh, literal, you. a literal garage did not, did not plan doing yes. this in my garage, but it has turned out like that. And I am Rick, your co-host. And I'm also uh, up there <laughs> getting long in the tooth with Josh, just relying on notes here, just practicing, you know, never done something like this, practicing yeah. um, extemporaneous speech for a very long period of time. So uh, I think we're just going to start out talking a little bit about uh, what we intend to do with this podcast and what we intend to do with you know, even sitting down and recording ourselves. Um, this is something I've been wanting to do for a very long time. How about you, Josh? Yeah, same here. I think me and you have talked about it uh, a lot. I think, you know, you know, we're, we've always been somebody who's um, wanted our voice to be heard. Yes. You know, whether it's in a, a group of people or, um, you know, we're doing uh, school um, videos, you know. I, um, yeah. Well, and that's the story we will we will get into more as we go on. Yeah, I, I think I think definitely, uh, I decided to go through with this and start doing this, you know, in earnest because, like you said, we are we are people of <laughs> kind of I would say outliers of our generation. When did you say that? I mean, looking back at the sort of our upbringing without really saying how old we are. I mean, we were a generation. Yeah pre-internet generation right i think we pretty much did everything that yeah. we could that we could to get that sort of we are gen x millennials we're sort of getting that exactly getting that uh getting that dopamine rush we we got our dopamine rushes yeah. in the old school way and you know as you get older you know that that at least speak for myself that tea starts start losing that tea you start losing that dopamine too right it's chasing that chasing that dragon and kind of viewing the no pasa nada podcast as our, our as our uh as my attempt, anyway, to chase that dragon. Yeah, without saying how old we were, are, I mean, we have known each other now for probably about thirty years. That's right. Well, yeah, or yeah. more. Yeah, I would say uh, probably about yeah, we're about thirty-three years long yeah. friendship here. If our friendship were uh, were a human being, it would be uh, the age of Jesus, <laughs> who wasn't a human being. Josh wasn't a human yeah, being. Yeah, he was. Okay, he so was let's get that, that straight. This <laughs> no, that's another podcast is. Not a religious podcast. <laughs> we will occasionally, perhaps, say something offensive. Our intention is not to be offensive. In fact, something that Josh and I have talked about. We are absolutely going to cancel ourselves at some point in time. That is, offensive. or die trying. Yes, but, but not on purpose. Yeah. So, really, the purpose of this is is uh, to give us an outlet um, to sit in a garage and, and have a conversation. Um, we will hopefully get to a point to where we have guests. Um, we'll hopefully get to a point to where we have uh, some dope beats. Um, hopefully, we don't get to a point to where we're freestyling. But unfortunately, um, that just comes along with the territory with some of our guests that we might yes. um, hear from. So, um, 
yeah, without further ado, I mean, let's talk about, you know, the one thing that, that's going on with all of us, and that is the quarantine, that is COVID life. How are you dealing with COVID life? It's time for COVID follies. <laughs> COVID follies. <laughs> <The> COVID follies. <laughs> yeah, I do not have the uh, the intro song to that. So here today. there would be a funny yeah. song. I don't know what I don't know what the song will be, but it should be something to near. Yeah, to reflect the the comical aspects of the the quarantine, and we are recording this on um, on a day where I mean, if if I may. Uh, just get into this. Uh, one of my main impressions these days, and today Josh asked me earlier how I'm doing, is just uh, I don't know how many people out there are getting the vibe that um, the COVID-19 pandemic is over. I don't mm-hmm. know how, how if you're picking that up. I mean, um, you know, without getting into our personal details, because we talk about how much we want to share about our professional lives. But I know that you are, you work in the public sector. Is that is that fair to say? Is it? Yeah. Is, is your I, industry considered public sector? I'm yeah, not, not I, sure I, I've worked mean. retail leadership for, for, retail for quite some there you go. time. Yeah, I mean, so you're probably seeing crowds. You're, you've been seeing crowds all along, right? Yeah, I think we're at a point where people, you know, wear their masks still, but but social distancing. I think most people have kind of gone away with that. Um, it, it's crazy the amount of people that I see that you know just get up, you know, on top of each other to to take a look at either a product or. You know, to uh, get their strangers, their like people that don't know each other. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so you know, we live in a time where um, you know there's a virus that can kill us, but I think a lot of people don't necessarily take that seriously, or they, you know, feel right. like um, they they have the whole Superman complex. Or so, or so, so yeah. Like I was saying, sorry, I am dating, timestamping this. We are recording this on the last weekend of February, two thousand twenty-one. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 my impression, and I, it's unfortunate because my 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 line of work brings me very close to this as well. I work in education, so right now we're kind of debating whether we should go back full time and whether we should not go back full time. But I also work; uh, we also live and work in a place where um, COVID numbers have been pretty high. We are, we are. Mm-hmm. I think we can reveal that we're we're transmitting live from the middle of California, like the geographical dead center of California. If you guys can piece that together. That's where we're coming from, and it's it was up until very recently uh, a purple tier COVID zone. So we have a lot of things going on, a lot of um, a lot of very quick changes, and I fear that uh, people are being a little too hasty and acting as if though we can resume life. But you know, yeah, I suppose life does need to resume at some point. I I guess I'm revealing a little bit about myself is that I'm one of these people that was kind of hoping that. The world would come back in a in a much different and much better form after COVID nineteen, and mm-hmm. I mean I, it's probably too soon to tell, but um, I'm hoping that 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 actually shapes up because I think that would be cool for humanity because I don't think we're going to get another another bite at the apple as it were. That's a phrase I've never used before in my no. life, but I've heard on many many podcasts. We're going to just coin assume a lot of our own uh, euphemisms. And, yeah, and I just assume there. taking a bite of the apple that means doing like taking a, another stab at something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Taking so, another, another shot at it. Yeah, so I am of one mind of uh, survival of the fittest. I, I definitely think COVID, I've seen a lot of people that um, you know don't want to believe it's real. I've actually had somebody tell me that uh, the, the vaccine is something that uh, Bill Gates has created to make us all sterile. I, for one, get really frustrated with that. I've spent the past year of my life like wearing a mask. So to... 
to say that like people don't want to take the vaccine now after we've worked a year to get to the point to where we're at today, it's very frustrating because the vaccine doesn't really work if people don't choose to take it. Um, so I think to me, um, I feel like Darwinism, it will come out at some point and you will have people that these people that, you know, want to, you know, believe in QAnon and they want to not believe it, that the vaccine works or not believe that COVID is real. They will eventually, you know, that's crazy away. about that. Like, what, what do they think? Why the fuck would Bill Gates want to sterilize us? I mean, no, no. I don't understand I, the whole Bill Gates thing. I heard on the news today that uh, L.A. Um, is doing something where, like, when the kids go back to school, they're going to have their pass to get into class. And it's like a little barcode. Yeah, it's oh. a COVID pass showing that they've passed their COVID test. So it's the mark of the beast. Yeah, well, no. Uh, but what I thought was funny was they were talking about how they were thanking Microsoft for coming up with it. And I was like, oh, great. Like Bill Gates, not only is Bill Gates creating uh, this COVID vaccine that's going to, he's also going to be making some, some money off it. But he's also uh, uh, making sure that our kids have the mark of the beast before oh, they go to school. Yeah. We should not be the catalyst. What I'm saying right now is not a fact. Um, yeah. Bill Gates is a good man. He gives a lot back to charity. Yeah. I really shouldn't have gone down that road. Well, I mean, and I don't think we provided any coronavirus misinformation <laughs> there. Don't. That's definitely not our goal. But, I mean, I, I, speaking of Bill Gates, I mean, we're going one one thing to another. I think whenever I hear anything, uh, you know, referencing either Bill Gates or who's that other guy, uh, Jeff Bezos or uh, Elon Musk or mm-hmm. any one of these guys, you know, the, there's this sort of default this default sort of uh, hero worship of them, like genius worship in our society yeah. of these guys, like like Bill Gates is this guy who's going to be able to save the world, you know, because he invented like fucking Microsoft Word, right? It's like this this operating system. It's kind of a I don't know, I don't, I, not my, my preferred operating system, but I use it. You know, I don't. I'm. Do you really care about operating system? Like it's like you know, like Bill Gates is not my hero. Bill Gates, is, yeah. Bill Gates is not my hero. Billionaires is not my, are not my heroes. I don't know about you, but I think but. billionaires that give back are mm-hmm. heroes. I think there are there are a lot, plenty of people that make money that don't really give back to communities. So yeah. I think, in a sense, they could be labeled a hero, but that's neither here nor there. And I'm not one to to post that label upon anybody. You know, what I think it'd be dope. Like if billionaires were like were like Batman. Like Batman had like his foundations. He probably had like the Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. Melinda Gates Foundation, right? Right. Had like, well, I mean, he did have the Bruce Wayne Foundation, yeah. right? But then he also kind of for Wayward Boys. For Wayward Boys. Well, I forgot that part. But like, was that was that really was that it? Was, I don't know. I don't I'm, know not, yeah. I'm not up on my that's thing. how he that's how he uh, recruited all his robins. There you and go. then when they died, he did was, he have multiple robins? Was that a thing? There, there were yeah. There's like a yeah. like a Ohio State uh, wrestling team of robins. Yeah. Oh there, my God. There's it's more than just Dick Grayson. So uh, Alfred was the Jim Jordan of the of the bat game. Yeah. Just turning the other. What, what I was trying to say was, you know, like like a uh, both of these fuckers. You know, okay. The one thing about me, Rick. This is Rick. This isn't Josh. That I'm a space enthusiast, right? Love mm. space. Love space travel. And you know what's going on right now with all this Mars exploration. And um, uh, I work with children. And children are constantly, you know, they're 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 looking up to Jeff Bezos and. Elon Musk is like space explorers, right? But it's like, I want to tell them and I feel like a hater saying like, hey, you guys know like, like, uh, uh, Elon Musk isn't like fucking Captain Nemo, like from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Like Elon Musk is like, he's like the, he invented PayPal. 
He you know did what I mean? send a Tesla into space. Well, yes, but I mean, you know how Elon Musk made his billions of dollars? He doesn't, like, invented a way for people to pay for, like, you know, yeah. uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of just a random thing, like Dixie Cups, right? Just with, without having to slap down some cash, without having to put down your credit card. That's how the dude became a millionaire. Yeah. Jeff Bezos became a billionaire, a trillionaire by fucking selling books to people. You know, like nothing, nothing that would that would hint that these people were looking forward to like a future in advancing humanity, like taking humanity off the planet and into the stars. Yeah, right? but I think uh, that's it's, part of the responsibility. Or it could just be that they're rich guys that are playing with toys. Do you think it's like a cool hobby they picked up? Yeah, like us with our microphones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we really shouldn't judge. Take my education money and I'm investing in microphones. <laughs> right. It, so. well, that's the thing about billionaires too. One last thing about billionaires. And so this is episode number one is, and I want my feelings about billionaires to be well known is, you know, when billionaires give money and like they always give money, like with their name on it. Right. Like, yeah. like it's always like the, the, the Trump library, the Trump library, sure. The Trump foundation, the whatever, the, um, Who's that guy? Lindsey Graham. Carnegie the, Hall. Carnegie Hall. The Lindsey, Lindsey Graham Foundation, right? <laughs> it's her ba- Lindsey Graham Ballet Foundation. school for boys. But the, <laughs> the, um, what about a billionaire that would, I, I love hearing the stories of like how, how people just do like this anonymous philanthropy, you know? Yeah. I think people should do a lot more f- anonymous philanthropy. And that's, that's my feelings on that. Sorry. We're messing with the microphone here. Yeah. What else are we talking about today, Josh? I don't know. Um, I mean, we talked about, you know, we talked a little bit about COVID. Uh, we were all in quarantine. Um, I know for myself, um, I took on a bunch of new hobbies. Um, I was actually out of work for a while, you know, and, and you know, sheltered in place. Um, and as I sheltered in place, um, I did one of my favorite things, you know, watching uh, anime and playing video games. Um, and we can talk about that later on when we're signal boosting and we're talking about all the, uh, the great things that we uh, have – have to share with you our audience um but one of the the things that i've really kind of taken up is like um taking fruit and transforming it into uh different edible functions like yeah jellies um yeah i've been making jelly um but then naming them like uh so they're they're very provocative um names like island heat four or uh toss salad with uh berries so Toss salad with dingleberries. Toss salad with berries. This guy. Um, it was more. It was like a cucumber jelly, you know, and and so it had a taste of like greens and salad. So um, that was the name that I gave it. And are, then, you gro- are you growing these vegetables in your yard? Some of them, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Cool. So like habaneros, I like cooking with habaneros. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Do you grow habaneros there at your house? Yeah. Wow, that's kind of yeah. cool. Those are, yeah. those are really good. I've only cooked with those like two yeah. times. I, I've actually put them in chocolate cake really? before. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it is. Damn, good. I'll have to bring, bring over some. Over I'll bring a, over Island Heat Four. I think I have a jar in my. And that's available fridge. at the No Pasanada store. That's available at the No Pasanada store. Um, the DirtyDelatants dot com. Uh, yeah, so. make sure to make sure to drop us an email there too <laughs> at, at our uh, DirtyDelatants at gmail dot com. Yes, that's uh, www dot <laughs> Actually, we don't have that website. Um, and if you guys but, could. But maybe someday we will. Yeah. Don't go buying that website and then try to sell it to us. That's that would not be fucked cool. up, man. Yeah. I'll be hella pissed. I'll just buy Dirty Dilettantes 3. There you so. go. 
Um, yeah, so, I mean, like, just to kind of close out this whole COVID thing, um, you know, we were talking about vaccines. I know you had talked a little bit about, you know, the vaccine, but there's also the matter of testing. Um, like I, uh, I, my wife, um, her, her employer is having her send a test in. So it's like an at home kit where you stick a swab up your nose. Um, but it just seems it's a nasal weird. swab. Like I, 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 I guess I should get the facts from her, but I don't know. I don't think it's voluntary. I think the school is making. And I think that. that that's kind of the, what we were talking off the air earlier about is, the real problem that I'm having is a, the miscommunication. I don't know if it's even miscommunication. It's just there's just so many disparate messages about this. And, um, at, for example, where I work, um, people are not being obligated to get mandatory tests, although we are being offered almost daily reminders that there are testing possibilities. But my perspective is that if I were I to go get tested, if they're not offering me the vaccine, then it's really kind of pointless for me. You know, to, mm-hmm. to, to even get that. I mean, I don't, I, I'm internalizing this pandemic in a totally different way. And I, I imagine I'm not the only one that is. I, I definitely believe that the, the pandemic is real. Knowing people who have died, knowing of people who uh, have died and knowing people who have had family members who died. That's just three ways of saying the same thing, isn't it? But, um, I know people that have died and I know it's real. However, I also, you know, I'm one of the hundreds of thousands of people who was privileged enough, and I'm recognizing my privilege of staying home throughout the entirety of the pandemic. Because that's yeah. where we kind of differ. And you're, I mean, I would say that you are a front, you have been a frontline worker this whole time, and I am barely starting to be considered a frontline worker because I'm in education, but I'm a kind of frontline worker, and you are as well who are not being offered the vaccine. No, which is frustrating How because do you feel it's about like. That? Um, you know, I'm around so many people and it's not just like, you know, being around the same people day in and day out. This is being around people that, you know, being around strangers day in and day out. So, you know, it's frustrating because you don't know who these people are. You don't know how, um, how they are following, you know, um, best practices and, and if behaviors they're following at home, them at if all. they're following them. And so, you know, it's I am out there each and every day around these people um, who are not, you know, follow, you know, keeping six feet away, who are not, you know, wanting to disinfect their hands before handling merchandise, um, who really, you know, and a lot of people, you know, will wear their, their mask as a chin diaper, um, you know, and, and so and then they get frustrated when it's you tell like them an afterthought. pull the mask up over yeah. their nose, you know, or. Or I get a lot of, you know, people will bring in drinks and we'll have a sign that says no food or drinks. Um, and then they'll pull the mask down to drink their Starbucks. And, you know, their response is always like, well, I got to drink my coffee. And it's like, well, you know, you could do that outside. Just, uh, yeah. What's interesting about this, the whole pandemic is that I, it's really kind of shown me anyway. I think it was something we could discuss later on for sure. And I'm something we're probably going to be forced to talk about. As we go, you know, forth in the No Pass Another podcast, a dirty dilettante's projection is the fact that, you know, it's really exposed that there really isn't a lot keeping the society together, is there? Like, I know it's a crazy, maniacal thing to say, but you saw what happened at the Capitol, which is probably yeah. another topic for something at some point, right? 
this COVID rollout, okay, the this these contradictions that we're hearing about the vaccine and the way that people are generally treating, you know, social distancing, these types of norms, were these were introduced to our society like, hey, it's courtesy, hey, just you know, hey, don't show your ass, don't don't pee in public, don't shit in the corner, you know, these sort of common sense things. Do you remember, dude, a year ago, like right at the beginning of the the COVID? pandemic that people were saying like oh i can't believe you actually have to tell people to wash their hands do you remember that conversation yeah do you remember having that one okay well guess what people didn't fucking wash their hands how do we know that because there's like five hundred thousand dead people you're right yeah and that's that's with mitigation that's with people trying to do things you know the flu numbers are down right which makes total sense because People are doing things to take care of the coronavirus. Yeah, right? I definitely think that you're going to see the masks be kind of the new normal. I think, yeah. you know, in the past, I'd say probably like two, even two years ago, you'd see people with masks and it would be kind of a one-off. Yeah. Um, and, and you would think, like, I think I would be why there. are they wearing a mask? Like, like that's strange. Well, or you thought it was a cultural straight up, thing. Straight up racist shit about how yeah, Chinese people exactly. wear the masks. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you look at it. I mean, it definitely, I, it made sense I haven't Chinese really people had to wear the mask. Yeah. yeah. They were the, they were the smart ones. We should have done like the Chinese people yeah. were back then. So, you know, I haven't had any sort of, you know, cold or any sort of, Man, uh, uh, flu that I normally would get around this time of year. And, and it's because I'm wearing a mask when I go you're outdoors. Out, you're really it's, out there. Yeah. yeah. So, and, the, and the people you work with are pretty, pretty, uh, Oh yeah, uh, they're yeah. all over it. It's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, they're. Uh, you can tell I work in education when I run out of words. Yeah, should have them. Down. No, it's okay. Um, I, I actually, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to wearing the mask. I was just telling my wife this this morning how I think that would be. It's probably going to be one of the, the best side effects of this, and I, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to full face masks. Yeah, I'm surprised more people haven't really cashed on the fashion part yeah. of it. I've seen a lot. Like you go to the gas stations and you see the fake Louis Vuitton masks, yeah, and uh, which are entertaining and funny, um, but you don't see more of like the fashion masks. Yeah, um, I saw a kid the other day that had the full on Bane mask oh, from tough. like the, the Batman movies, and I was like, why haven't I thought of that and went and just I'll got it. <laughs> and one did what? What? What do you want to make? What, like the know? full ma- Bane mask with oh, the, the, the bar over the head, yeah. and you know, and just like or Darth Vader, like wear yeah. that and be like, that's your mask. That'd you be kind of dope. Yeah. I was I was thinking more like a MF Doom mask, but yeah, it's like yeah, MF but Doom, the mouth. Is MF open. Doom's mask is uh, his mouth is exposed on his yeah. mask, but. I think one of the first ones I bought was like a, like a straight up like ninja mask. Oh, the, your uh, fashion mask? N- well, yeah, I went and got, got like an Under Armour one. Um, but it turned out it was like for extreme cold temperatures and it just made my head incredibly sweaty and crushed my nose. So. Yeah, if you don't want that to happen to you, you should pick up one of our No Pasa Nada podcast masks at yeah. the No Pasa Nada shop. At the No Pasa Nada shop, um, you guys will find it at Dirty Dilettantes, No Pasa, DirtyDilettantes.com backslash, uh, no pasanada shop um and that's brought to you by our fine sponsors over at GoDaddy. <laughs> so <laughs> hey so josh let's talk a little bit about uh no pasanada and why you came up with this title for our podcast because uh, when you proposed it to me i know we had gone back and forth maybe for what let's be realistic like four or five weeks i was i even got a little offended when you came up with this title because i thought you were trying to send me an indirect Telling me no pasa nada. What? I, I don't think it was an indirect. I think it was pretty, pretty yeah. direct. But what, what did you mean by it? And we don't have to go there. I'm just joking. But, no, really. But, actually, it's kind of funny because it was uh, meant not only to kind of tie into what had been going on with the podcast, but also, you know, it, it was kind of comical because um, 
we had renamed our podcast several times. I think we had last um, decided on uh, Dirty Dilettantes. I don't know what other names had we come up with. My gosh, we had uh, uh, Logistin. We'd come up with, uh, I don't know, some Dad Bod Pod something. <laughs> dad some Bod crazy Podcast. Dad pod. Yeah, Dad Bod. Dad Bod thing you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Because you, you have like something about Dad Bods. I do. You that know, is a topic for another time. show. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a good one. I'm writing yeah, that one down. Right. Uh, no, but uh, point is, we weren't. No we were, it wasn't, Nothing like, was getting done. Right? Yeah. No pasanada to me. Um, I had seen a sign on the highway, and I really liked it. And I was thinking, like, you know, nothing happens. Like, you know, nothing. Like, what the is the sign literal on translation? the highway said? No pasanada. Yeah. Where did you see that sign? On my way to work, I, okay. I drive like to the Bay Area. So. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I and I saw. I've seen that. Huh? I wonder why I haven't seen that. I'm, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So, so you saw it as more like kind of like you saw it as very literal meaning, like yeah. nothing is happening, like yeah. nothing is happening. And then when I proposed it to you, I think you told me like more like what it means, which is like you know like no big deal, like hey, don't worry about it. Right. Like okay. it's almost like you know saying like hey, you know, right, nothing's gonna happen type of thing. Like yeah, don't so, worry. So this is a bit of a bilingual podcast, just so everyone yeah. understands. We will be going code we'll, we'll, switching. We're going to help you learn. Yes, and, and and you will learn the very specific patois of Central California here, because that's that's what we're representing after all. But yeah, so so we'll keep exploring it. But to me, no pasa nada, as Josh just said. You know, it literally means if you don't if you're not a Spanish speaker, you will learn it. No pasa nada literally means nothing happens, but it's also an expression that can you be used to express. Um, optimism and a particular kind of, uh, you know, in my interpretation, a radical type of optimism that I think is necessary um, going forward in our country and in my personal life. This quarantine things are make fun of the COVID follies, but I am, I, I have personally undergone a very, I would say, burgeoning personal transformation through the, the course of this quarantine where I am, I will attempt to embrace a, a an attitude of, of radical optimism as exemplified by no pasa nada. Hey, no pasa nada. It's no mm-hmm. big deal. Nothing's going to happen. Okay. If you're listening to this, we got your back. Nothing's going to happen. It's going to be good. It's all good, baby. In other words. Yeah. So, so that is, uh, kind of the, the origins. Um, you know, uh, one day when, uh, you see the, the origins of the, the phrase, no pasa nada, um, there will be a footnote, um, for our podcast, um, that will be inserted in by, uh, Dr. James Wagnall or, uh, Funk. from Funk and Wagnall. Funk and Wagnall. You know, uh, Ed Funk. It. I want Funk to have something to say about <laughs> Yeah. Ed Funk was really good about, uh, uh, all the witty euphemisms. I mean, and, and, um, he, I think that was his speciality. Hey, hey you know what? You, 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 uh, um, you didn't get the vaccine today, right? Stood in line for three hours. Gonna get up to the front line and lie about being fifty years old. No pasa nada. You got shamed because you were dressed up like a grandpa. Like yeah. You're trying to make, convince everybody that you're older than you really are. You get up there and everyone mocks you. Hey, no pasa nada. Just go, you know, yeah. just take off. Maybe next week, you know, Governor Grusom will say it's, it's your turn, right? Get down there. No pasa nada. No big deal. It's fucking, just, you know, just shake it off, right? That's, yeah. that's what no pasa nada is. It's a shake it off podcast. And that's what we're about. We're about, you know, shaking it off. But hold on. We are also the podcast between obscurity and oblivion. Yes. So let us address this. Yeah. So, um, that is something that, that's stuck with us since high school. Um, uh, with the most, the most pimpinest, 
Autry. <laughs> English teacher. Yeah. Who shall remain nameless. <laughs> yes, he will. I was talking about Gene Autry. Um, Gene was, Autry, that guy. We had a teacher in high school who used to show his Gene Autry movies all the time. That was yes, exactly. Fantastic. I love that guy. So, uh, yeah, he wrote that in my, um, in my yearbook, high um, yearbook. hoping that, you know, one day I would spot. discover my perfect niche between obscurity and oblivion, um, which, um, at the time sounded really cool, but when you really dive deep into it, it's, Hold on. it's somewhat sad. Hold on. Repeat this because I want to, I, I want to like make it clear on the inaugural episode what, where we got the phrase. Okay. Imagine us, Rick and Josh, 17 years old, have never, put these concepts together, right? I never put these yeah. concepts together. I knew what obscurity was. Yeah. I knew what ob- oblivion was, right? Yeah. Okay, I knew what the, both of those concepts were. To never imagine an adult putting me in the place, put it, putting me in that place, but didn't put me, put you. But by put me, yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm your homie. Because yeah. I figured he figured we're homies, and I would probably be somewhere between obscurity and oblivion yeah, exactly. along with you. I think everybody, uh, you know, is looking for that and... and you know, it's like that Andy Warhol, the 15 minutes of fame, you know, I think everybody feels like they're stuck between obscurity and oblivion and they, they all want to, to be heard. I mean, even this podcast is our way of, uh, of trying to escape uh, the, you know, being um, between obscurity and, and oblivion. Um, but uh, it, it's always been something that, that's lasted with me. It's always been something that, you know, I've always thought was a really cool thing. I know. I would hope that he didn't mean it maliciously, but, yeah. you know. I was going to say, I thought that was really a, fucked, a fucked up, up thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a fucked up thing for an adult to tell a child. Bro. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes I think about it. We were a lot of fucked up things in yeah. high school. Let's be frank. Like, yeah. we, we did some things that people didn't always agree with. Which and, I think we've talked about making a segment about on our, on our podcast. Yeah. Someday. And so there were, there were a lot of adults who, um, you know, had some very choice things to say to us yeah. based on that. So we have one little event, one 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 shenanigan that beat them all from our high school days that yeah. I think we're going to tease out and possibly talk about later on because yeah, it, it there is a bit, there is a bit of a narrative here that and if you can find an unedited copy of a 1992 yearbook, um, you can be our special guest on this show. Yes, email us, drop us a line at dirty dilettantes at gmail dot com if yeah. you um. <laughs> If would you like know to, someone. if you would like to know what city we live in and which high school specifically we're looking for, because it is a quite coveted item. I believe my wife had one, but um, it was not an unedited, not one. unedited. Yeah. No, no, no. But there are rumors that it exists. But however, that's a story for another day. Yeah. And, uh, something we will chronicle for sure. And <laughs> something that I, I think, I think Josh, I mean, if I'm, you know, if I may speak narcissistically here, um, I think some people are, might be curious about. I think it might be one of those things that, you know, if you call up some, some random classmate, wake them up, take them out of their little corner, their little niche of between obscurity and oblivion. Yeah. And, and, you know, after you remind them who we are and assure them that we're not creeps trying to track them down and we're not going to, we mean them no harm and we're not going to steal anybody's yeah. social security number. I don't convince them that we're not the creepy people we used to be. Well, I think they would be yourself, quite I mean, I'm pretty fascinated. creepy. We just mean them no harm. Exactly. Oh, there you go. All yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, you're, you're gonna go with that. You're gonna go with that persona. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like we're just gonna fa- track them down via Facebook. Yeah, um, we'll try. We'll track it down via Facebook. But what I was trying to say was, that I think people will be like delighted to hear, like, "Oh shit, yeah, I remember that." I think people will be delighted to kind of uh, throw their two cents in, 
you know, and I think that's one of the things that we've talked about with this podcast. We're going to explore. Yeah. Um, we're going to interview people that we haven't even thought of in a long time who probably has any, haven't even thought about us. And so it's one way for us to catch up, but it's another way for us to kind of, you know, um, you know, throw some stories back and forth and, you know, talk about uh, our various nicknames throughout the years. Um, you know, we have we have plenty of stories. Um, like, we kind of did like a like our like our crew was kind of like Wu Tang. Wu Tangish in the sense of like a lot of dudes got a lot of monikers. I know a lot I was, of I, identities there. Have you have you watched of Mike's and Men? The John Steinbeck movie? No. The book? Of Mike's and Men. Of Mike's and Men. Oh, it's, the hip hop thing? The, it's a Wu Tang. It's, it's no, a, a not TV yet, series. dude. Uh, you is should it time because to go to our signal boost section. It, it is part of my signal boost section. I was going to talk about it, but I was also going to tell you. I think uh, we're not on a leap year, so it goes away uh, as of March thirty first, which is. Or March first. Oh, okay, yeah. So I watch that tonight. Yeah, Gotta it's a series. That. There's several episodes, okay. but it's it's good to reminisce about Wu Tang. Um, but yeah, we have several stories. Our crew um, we, was often, you know, getting into trouble or gallivanting around, you know, encountering subterraneans. Hey, it's, it's your or, mom, Josh. Your mom's here to get you. I know. I remember when uh, that dude. <laughs> remember when Ben said that shit to me. Ben said that shit to me, like in English class one day. They heard bass coming from oh, outside, yeah. and that fool said, "Hey, Rick, your mom's here." Which is, and I mean, everyone, that's a good joke. And everyone laughed. Fuck yeah. that. I got a story about Ben too, but yeah, yeah dude. I think I, we all do. So hey, you know, yeah, we're gonna tell no pas another. We're gonna tell stories about our crew. How's that? Yeah. Right. Like I just unapologetically, you know, you got your crew. We got our crew too. Yeah. And our crew, you know, is also stuck between obscurity and oblivion. Gonna find some of these dudes, pull them out. You'd be yeah. surprised. You'd be surprised by our crew too. Some yeah. of our crew. Mary Carney, if you're listening, pretty dope. I... Mary, Mary Carney, <laughs> Mary Carney. Oh my gosh, Mary Carney was on Facebook for a minute, like when I first started Facebook, like yeah, probably twelve years ago yeah. when I when I became a boomer yeah. and got on Facebook. We won't, we'll say the real name, but yeah, uh, yeah. And she was doing great. She looked great, and she looked. She was happy. She befriended me, and then I I, I think I vaguely remember her doing one of those very public. Um, like fuck Facebook type of things like back in back in the day they're like back 2010 she was an early what's the yeah. an early uh I've been off disruptor and on, I would say dropper. for probably the past 10 you dropped, years you're not on yeah so we should say um uh no pasa nada podcast can be found on Twitter uh, I don't know yeah you we will we will upload it and, I get unblocked yeah we will upload it and you you guys uh can enjoy it on wherever you podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and hopefully, I don't know. I mean, if you're listening to us now, then hooray! Thank you, congratulations. I think we are. You found us. I think we're winding down. I think we're getting close to the end of this. Trial yeah, I mean, recording, I, we Josh. can talk about signal boosting. I mean, we can let's do go a, to let's go to our last segment. Signal boost. Signal boost. Signal. Uh, no, I I just I, I don't know. I, I wrote that term. I didn't. Mean to call it a segment, oh, yeah. but you know, like like giving shouts out. Um, by no means are we sponsored by any of these people, but you know, if they do want to sponsor us, by all means, um, reach out. You're talking about uh, like dirty dilettantes oh, okay. at gmail dot com. Um, you know, we will sponsor anything oh, that you yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I tell you, I tell you right now. We take all uh, comers. As, as long dirty dilettantes. As, as long as your product has nothing to do with hate. Um, yeah. We got nothing but love for you. Fuck that hate. Yeah. yeah. Nah, no hatred. Yeah. No hateful products. So, like, uh, I mean, one of the things that me and you, like, we should just preface this, like, we see each other, 
I mean, before this, Rarely. maybe once a year. Yeah. And then you had recently hurt yourself. I saw you a few times. I brought you over a burrito. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks for that burrito, dude. <laughs> this guy and his wife brought me the most delicious burrito one day. Yeah. Probably, you know, you're my only visitors throughout the quarantine. Really. Oh, yeah. 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 My only social visitor. Well, man, I don't family. know if that's a good or bad my thing. Sorry, been, yeah. oh, well, I mean, such is our friendship, bro. Such is I our know. friendship. I think I felt, I felt bad because... The first time I came over here, like me and my wife had no mask on, and you you, yeah, you greeted us with like a mask, some, and like I realized I realized that like you know yeah, it, it was kind of rude. Stay very but, far away from you. I hope you didn't think that yeah. was rude either. But yeah, no, it was we're not was, we're comfortable now. We're not wearing masks, but we are six feet away from each yes, other we are on appropriately mic. socially distanced. Yeah, I keep away from my mic. We, I will not allow him to to touch yes. my mic, and I won't touch his. Um, unless he gives me permission, and then I'll touch his bike gently. Yes, you need to assess for consent. You were going <laughs> yeah. somewhere, dude. You were, you were... I know. We were going to talk about signal boost. We were good. So we, you and I, haven't seen each other in a yeah. long time. But one of the things that that originally brought us together yeah. was, you know, hip hops of the late '80s and yeah. early '90s. And so we've always um, done a good job of, like, you know, when we do keep in touch and when we reunite, um, and it feels so good. We we usually will share. Like musical interest, but um, what have you been listening to recently? Oh, well, I, I, I'm not very good at that type of stuff. I'll, I'll I'll sort of listen to old stuff, but today I, I found myself listening to Keith Murray Keith again, the most beautiful thing in the world. Uh, I was trying to remember the name of that song. Remember that Raskas song and with Ahmad and Safir. Yeah, uh, that they did for Street Fighter, or some shit like that. Like, uh, do you oh, remember that song? Yeah, yeah. You remember yeah, when yeah. all the rappers were doing like songs for like movies? Yeah, yeah. The like, Street um, Fighter soundtrack. I never. I, I never look at. I just remember that. Like, Come with it. Remember that? It's yeah. like, uh, what's the? And then uh, Safir when he's rapping. You remember that yeah. that whole thing? The when those styles just like mesh through so perfectly. I, I'm just like yeah. revisiting old stuff, but the, you those the Josh has taken the habit of of sending me. Uh, YouTube music every morning. I'll listen to those and like that. Yeah. That'll keep me, you know, satisfied. But then, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Some on the lo-fi hunt. beats, uh, to listen to while you, uh, yes, are driving. But I do want to get more disciplined about my, my musical intake though. That's one of the, my quarantine, yeah. uh, resolutions for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That so should be a segment, dude. Quarantine resolutions. Quarant- or after the pandemic. Oh, after the pandemic, yeah, sounds good. Post, yeah. post, something yeah. like that. Yeah, we should do that. You were but talking yeah. about Street Fighter. I was, it was, uh, I was reminiscing about the uh, great debate between uh, Stephen Skull and um, Stephen Skull versus Jean Claude Van Damme. Remember no. there was uh, like the a newspaper article at our school. Remember there was they, <laughs> like people were very passionate. Who wrote that shit? Was that like know. Eric? I don't know. I think we had wrote some sort of retort to it, yeah. and they were really pissed off. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Also, um, also, if you went to high school with us and you have any old copies of the, the school newspaper, <laughs> yeah, um, that feature us or any shenanigans or if any, you work for Modesto High School and you can access those those documents from '92, because I'm sure they exist. I'm gonna go and uh, get my transcripts. <laughs> yeah, hold on, dude. We're still doing signal boost, though, dude. Like, yeah, you were, boost, what are yeah. you listening to? Um, and you listen to a lot of lo-fi shit. Is that all you listen to? No, I will. I'll listen to that. Like if, if I don't want lyrics, if I want to yeah. zone out, um, I'll listen to NPR a lot. I've been listening to KZSC for like the past few months. Like we went to, it reminds me a lot of, uh, driving in Carmen Gia's in, in Santa oh, yeah, Cruz. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
you know, going shout there. Shout out to and Nathan. Was, yeah, shout out to Nate Carrington, man. Oh, yeah. um, you and the last name is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Nate, dude, I know Nathan. Nathan's a face friend. Nathan, yeah. Nathan could potentially sure. listen to this shit too. You know, like okay, good. <laughs> hey, listen, I got nothing but love for you, man. Yeah. Oh, we got. We should practice that. What? Like beeping out last names and stuff like that, because you know we're gonna, you know oh, we're yeah, gonna we'll have to go back there. You know we're gonna say people's names. This you know? one is this is like episode zero. So you know, like we we're gonna say it. Christy Corn, dude. You know we're gonna talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but anyways, you know, I've been listening to KZSE, the Santa Cruz College Radio Station, eighty-eight point one. For those of you that are in Christy there, yeah. um, Santa Cruz KZSU, KZSE, yeah. Okay. So KZSE, so, okay, okay. So the record making and the record breaking. But you can uh, if. Uh, if I tell my phone, it will tell. I have smart speakers in my house, and yeah. I'll tell it to play it. Um, but it's cool because you know college radio is cool, and, yeah. and um, I think you know. Shout like, out to I listen to nothing of uh, current music. Yeah, um, I do, but that's only living vicariously through my daughter um, and having having a, a teenage daughter. So, how, how, let's. Uh, how many children do you have, Josh? I have three. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, and your children are all like young adults. Yeah, and I've got one who just thinks he's a young adult. Yeah, yeah mine, start... mine were like that, like an early age. Anything we've talked about them before. Yeah, you know, not on kids. mic though, not for the podcast. No, not for the podcast. Yeah. I remember uh, when Jacob was like six, he told me life wasn't fair. I was like, really? They grow up so quickly. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Did he come yeah. to that on his own, or did he was he coached? No, he came to that on his wow. own. Yeah, yeah. I, I coach I, the shit I, out of myself. He's he's kind of a, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's a very independent and uh, independent thinker, and you know does his own thing, which is yeah. good. Yeah. Kids are hella smart. All my too. kids are. Yeah, yeah. So. kids are geniuses, dude. Yeah, that's what you're lucky. You really I appreciate lucked out. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. are you. I mean, shout out to your kids. Dude. I lucked out because I mean you lucked out because your son is amazing, and I lucked out because I had three and, yeah. and they're amazing, and and you know. Because we marry good girls too, dude. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Shout out to good True. girls. Shout, Shout out, out to, to good girls. Good women. I mean, yeah, people who know what they, people who, who know how to take care of themselves and take care of their children. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what about TV? Any TV you're watching? Ah, man. We um, have you been watching WandaVision? Did you watch the most gonna, recent? Was, what do you I think have about it on my this? List, yeah. Okay. You, why don't you set off the WandaVision discussion? Because I, I want to know how to couch how to couch this. Because WandaVision to me, it's like a it feels like a like a peyote, like a like peyote experience. Yeah, right? it's a it is a trip. Psychedelic um, experience I, for me. I, I, I feel I think like this most recent episode. Have you watched it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it's previously been seen. The most dude, ex- I've seen it two times, and I still yeah, yeah. I, I think it's the most exciting because it's finally going yes. into Scarlet Witch, and it didn't have that cheesy like TV uh, show TV yeah. show parody song. Yeah. So, I mean, it's starting to explain itself, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, from my understanding, the last episode is supposed to be over an hour. So, oh. so we're in for, for a treat. That's the one where Luke Skywalker comes back. I think Luke Skywalker is making a comeback. Yeah. Um, he is going to rescue, um, Wanda Maximoff. I think, so. I think the last, I mean, I, I do like it. I, I, I think I'm liking it more and more. I think I didn't like it in the beginning. I think we talked about this. I, uh, yeah. That first episode was just like, Throwaway. I've seen that first episode a couple more times. Yeah, and it, it didn't need that. Well, the, first I think episode. the first two episodes are like that, and they're just. I think they're. 
there, it's not, there's not even character exposition. You think they were meant to like? It's just entertaining. I think it's a, it's like to throw you off. Yeah, that's what and I thought. And then the third one, you start to see that it, there's an outside okay, world, that's and you start you to kind of pattern. figure out. Yeah. Um, but then you don't even realize like what's happening until recently, and you figure out like Wanda's behind it all, right? Um, so yeah, you know what bugs me? There was there was one thing on the the most recent episode that does kind of bug me, and, and like a, I guess on a sort of historical sociological way, right? You know the the way that they treat witches in mm. in pop culture is specifically like the Salem witch trials. Yeah. Like have you ever read about like the Salem witch yeah, trials? Like but, yeah, it, it's terrible. It's it's horrible shit, dude. And if people like like knew that it like very well, very rarely. There's no such fucking thing as witches, right? There's no such thing as dark no. as black magic. There's no such thing as the occult, right? Oh, that's my perspective. Yeah, not, not no the opinion of the podcast. To people that believe that, yeah, no offense, to and people no who offense believe in witches to real witches. Um, I was in a witch. Uh, yeah, uh, hold on, hold on. So let me let me tell you, though, know, right? Yeah, I know. I want to. I, I want to hear. Say the name. Don't don't go <laughs> don't go there. But okay, so like Salem witch trial was literally right. You can you can imagine an analogy. Yeah. In modern times where there's like some woman that like some lady's husband got in a relationship with, lady didn't like it, starts mm-hmm. talking shit on that lady's, you know, starts really tarnishing that woman's reputation, right? I mean, to put it in nice ways, right? You yeah. see this shit all the time. It's like, it's like some Maury Povich shit, right? Like it's some happens in, in human relations. That's what, that's what that was all about. I mean, you know, I mean, there's obviously I'm simplifying it, but you know, it's like interpersonal yeah. beef between these like, Fucking barely, like barely you literate see it nowadays. Barely you literate see it nowadays. people. Like, yeah, absolutely. You like see that kind Twitter of Twitter has become that. But, Twitter has kind of become that that weapon. Um, it's like where you think people can get like yeah, getting uh, like canceled is a li- or getting canceled is a little different than getting like you know yeah, thrown in the river. Well, I mean, you. How many times have people said like you know like. Like somebody needs to kill them, and they right. they follow through with it. But you know? but but the but the way that the way that the Salem witch trial thing like is 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 played for like for like always with the with the fictional witches in mind, yes. right? Like like so, oh, there is a like uh, the the first scene where the 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 first scene there's like, are you a witch? And you know it's kind of just yeah. it's ironically just doesn't it, it, it doesn't have the location it has a little location bar at yeah. the bottom. It says like Salem, Massachusetts, right? Sure. Does it? Yes. Yeah, that's what Salem, I, I was Massachusetts trying to remember. 1698, yeah. but it's yeah. like, but it's like, bro, like, that's do, when, do they really have to be in Salem? That's when, yes, but that's when people were like, that's when the women who were the victims of the Salem witch trial, they were like, I was, I want to say like a couple dozen people that got caught up in that bullshit, yeah. like for real. Just read about this with some kids, like right before Halloween, right? Because I wanted to demystify it with some scary shit, but like I ended Why up just telling like, in Salem, Oregon? there's nothing scary about it, right? But the way they play it, like we're bewitched, ha 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 ha. It's like, yeah, well, which, the whole story about the Salem witches is that they were unjustly persecuted. So yeah. why do we pretend like they were real witches? Like, do you see what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's like give these give these fucking witches like a break, man. Like, it's like we're killing, it's like we're re-prosecuting them, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I have, I have to vary. You know, I know one, I know person, my friend, our friend, perhaps you remember a friend of, we have a common friend from high school who I believe is a Wiccan. It's an observant Wiccan. (laughs) When I'm talking shit about the Scarlet Witch, 
I in no way am connecting the concepts no. of Salem no. witches, the Scarlet Witch, the persecution of witches with people who we pra- love our who witches. practice Wic- Wicca. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Listen, I love Wicca. I would practice it we, if I to the extent that I would practice anything. I would practice Wicca in, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, that's that's a topic you know, for you know, day. You know, it's, it's our it's our inaugural episode, dude. And I think we're just yeah. warming up. But like, do you know what? I'm just let's just practice like recording a conversation, like you know yeah. about this. You know, uh, you know, I, I send you a link to Greg Proops, right? Yeah, Greg Proops, master comedian. I mean, master improviser. Okay, love that guy. Huge lifelong fan. Haven't listened to his podcast in like in like three four years, mainly because he was like brought his wife on and his wife god lover you know beautiful lady whatever but you know it's like i want to listen to proofs you know and i want to yeah. listen to a dude no one like there's a reason why i haven't made a podcast with my wife right because it's like yeah one my wife doesn't want to make a podcast with me number two like hopefully i you know so to the extent that there's a person here that thinks that someone might find them interesting it's me my wife has no interest in it but he said something very interesting in his podcast that, I, that stayed with me and he said you know i'm gonna shit on things that you like, you know, like, you know, and Proops is like a raconteur yeah. and he likes, he likes sort of the same stuff I like. He, uh, politically, you know, Proops was like big time, like, um, uh, well, I don't want to, let's not go there. We'll go, we'll go into that some other, some other day with our, with our po- politics, but, but Proops does shit on a lot of things, you know? Yeah. So like, we got to decide like whether, well, I don't really decide. I mean, it's impossible to talk about things without, you know, shitting on some things that people I, like, or, I, I, or I've always been one. I, I don't. My mouth has no filters, yeah. and I really, I really don't care. Like, I, obviously, I apologize if I offend anyone. By no means do I mean to offend anybody. But yes, I'm going to say things that are probably going to sound stupid. I'm going to say things that you and I are both going to say things that are probably going to, you know, um, rub people the wrong way or, or be taken out of context. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't really care. Like, we're here. This yeah. is our opinions, you know. Um, I wonder so, if we can take this this first uh, podcast and chop it up and, and make, like, a little a little montage of out-of-context <laughs> out oh, yeah. phrases. Oh, a billion percent. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of them in there. A billion percent. So what do you think? What do you think? Uh, yeah, we're pretty Joshua good. Davis? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, I still had other things that I was going to talk WandaVision about. WandaVision is pretty dope. Well, yeah. Yeah, have you, did you watch Dairy Girls? No. Yeah, you should watch it. It's what funny. Is, who it's is goofy. it by? What, what is the It's a, Irish high schoolers in the 90s. Okay. High school girls. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no comment. Yeah. yeah. I know. I mean, it's the IRA. Again. I, like stuff, I like stuff like that. Yeah. Is it like a YA thing? Is it is it taken for, um, played for laughs or is it pretty It's a play for laughs. Dramatic. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's goofy. Um I like that stuff when it's done well. Yeah. There's there's a thing I saw yesterday, uh, a preview for. Damn, I don't remember the name, but it's a. It just looks whack, and it just looks like some one of those YA things. But yeah, Dairy Girls. I thought I I put off for a long time, and then I just ended up watching it, and I was like, oh, it's funny. It was entertaining. It's you got a you cool. got a you got a lot of sing- on your signal boost there, dude. Let's let's get it out. Let's let's practice how uh, anime. Like obviously, I I watch a lot of anime, and, okay. and I know you don't. Um, but Netflix does have some good anime. Um, for those of you that like, that are into the classics, you have the, the Neon Genesis So Evangelion. this is kind of, this is a bit of a menu of like what the kind yeah. of signal boost that Well, you were talking about how about, expect. how much you love, uh, your Gundam models. Yeah, that's um, true. Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, like, uh, on, is, is probably the most classic robot mech anime, 
Uh, really? And it is it is a complete mind trip, and it gets really you know, crazy I have, towards I have, the end. I have some students who mentioned that yeah. in their writing, and I've I've actually looked up the Wikipedia of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, like to make like my, my some of my lessons like impactful and like try to reach these kids, right? Because yeah. remember the COVID follies? Like that's distance, distance learning sucks, right? You got to yeah. find things to do. And that shit sounds deep, dude. What's it called? Like Evan, Evangelion? Neon Genesis Evangelion. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, even the yeah. name. It's like they, she, they write it out and sometimes in their assignments and it's like, what? Like, what is that? Yeah. It's like some kind of... It's worth watching. It, it is a series. It is long. You can watch the movies which kind of match oh, together. The, yeah, the movies kind of match together the anime. It's better to watch the whole series. But it is a lot to take in. Um, but also on Netflix, you have Demon Slayer. Um, and, uh, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, yeah. Okay. So it's more recent. Yeah. It's, uh, is it also anime? It's anime, yeah. Oh, okay. Too. And then Dorhedra. But that's all I got, like, as far as, like, Netflix animes. But, yeah. like, last year, there was a lot of really good solid animes. I won't dive into too much. I, I took notes on stuff, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool, dude. So, yeah, so we got but, your, we got your anime covered yeah. here, you know? I mean, yeah, video games. I could, I could go on all day. That I played Yakuza. I've been playing Yakuza a lot. Is that uh, an assassin game? It is. It is a Yakuza it? game. So it's like a gang. It, it is like it's like a Grand Theft Auto style game, but there's no automobiles, so it's not Grand Theft Auto at all. Hmm. It is like you know, it's it's an open world. You run around, but there's just a lot of goofiness to it. So hmm. there's Yakuza, and so it's like hardcore Japanese mafia, hmm. and there are very serious tones to it, and the storyline is very serious. But you find yourself going to like maid cafes, and you hmm. find yourself like people wanting you to help them with like you know, um, you know, model is this a, shoots. Is and this stuff an like MMO? That. No, it's okay. just a regular. What it, is it? MMO. Several video games. I had played it, you know, before on the the PlayStation. It just came to Xbox, mm-hmm. um, and it's free to play on the Xbox. So I've been playing all of the games lately. And which and systems do you obsessed. have? All of them. All of the systems. Yeah. There you go. We got you covered on all of the all of the systems. I, I'll I'll bring to you my reviews uh, for games. I know how to. Uh, I know how to uh, play as Cappy in um, Super Mario Odyssey. I'm That's pretty hella good at that. Yeah, I'm I don't really, know. really Cappy? Cappy? Cappy, you know when Mario oh, Mario yeah, throws yeah, his cap, yeah. you can sort of uh, yep. you can operate two player mode. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's brought me and my son back together from yeah from an estrangement. Okay, does yeah. that stop our recording when it does that? I don't. I don't think it has. Okay. Anyways, we'll we'll wrap things up. Yeah. So signal boost. So um, you know, uh, news rundown. Um, current events. COVID follies. Your nostalgia stories. Yeah. Your historical. Um, Historical things we want to talk about. I mean, there's, I, we buried the lead here. I mean, there's, there's, um, you know, we got a lot of knowledge here and why we call ourselves the dirty dilettantes is because, you know, look it up, do your own research. Do your own research. And, uh, that's, that's what we represent. So as our inaugural episode of the No Pasanada podcast, I don't know if you, should we just flow into wrapping it up or what? Yeah, sure. And then, uh, yeah, again, dirty dilettantes at gmail.com. Um, do not, uh, if you want to search the word dilettante, be my guest. Do not do a Google search for dirty dilettantes and do an image search because you will get something completely different. Trust me. Um, we you might have, enjoy it though. We may have to change you that. You might enjoy well, it. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know why you do it. That's not it. We had nothing to do with those images. Those, we, yeah. Not yet. Hopefully you know. there'll be some other images up there soon. But yeah. thank you very much for listening. And uh, no yeah, pasa thank nada. You. 
We're going to come up with our, with our little taglines towards the end. But um, if you like what you hear, let us know. Thank yep. you. Peace. Peace.